The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. Now, for Colin, the ideas uh, sometimes come on a surfboard, but for others, total silence is needed to do the best work. As all of the Christmas socialising and celebrations come to an end and the singing Santas are put away, many of us are searching out the sound of silence. She from McQueen has been speaking to some who do their best work when the din is down. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Natural silence is a rare thing these days. It's a phenomenon that's at risk of extinction. Left its seeds while I was sleeping. Ornithologist and creator of Irish Wildlife Sounds, Sean Ronane. When I do a bird survey, obviously it's very important that I can hear the birds, especially when it comes to the breeding season, because they'll be singing from cover. So you can't use your eye as much as you can your ear. For me to have a quiet environment and to be able to soak that up and actually interpret what I'm hearing is, is very important. Within the sound of silence. I will go nowhere near a motorway. The sound of those, depending on the wind direction and the conditions on the day, could travel for up to four or five kilometres. I think I've found about five or six locations where I know I can go and be truly free from road noise. I like to record in native woodlands, of which there is approximately 1%. Those places replenish me. Uh, But even when you do get to those places, you cannot escape plane noise, passing planes, which is a constant. I find modern noise, anthropogenic noise, man-made noise very stressful. I think everybody does, even if they don't realise it. It's been proven to have pretty detrimental effects on the human body. It rockets your stress levels, which can lead to high blood pressure and, as a result, heart issues. Man-made noise, modern noise occurs low down. There's a lot of bassy sounds, so certain species have kind of evolved to raise their frequency to come up above that low frequency. Blackbirds in urban areas were found to sing at a slightly higher frequency than blackbirds found in rural areas. Because of the fact that we've lost so much of our native woodland, we have lost a lot of the the specialist birds that go with those. But now and then, in the fragments that we have left, you get some some pioneers that turn up. And one example of that species is, is wood warbler. Ancient oak woodland, is is their preferred habitat and this is very very rare. I've heard this species three times ever in Ireland. So last year actually I was lucky. I spent about five or six hours with one singing male. If you spin a coin on a desk right and you know how it undulates and the speed changes and it gets faster and faster and faster and faster and then it tapers off. Sounds like that. And it was singing to itself. It was just me and the bird. It was it was really beautiful. Any person I've ever grown up with, right, if I was to go... I'd go, what is that? And they go, that's the dart. That's the noise. Everyone in my estate, anyone that lives along the Dublin area, rapid transport line will know that. But that's the drums of the dart that we grew up in. Singer-songwriter Steve Wall made his escape from city life to rural West Clare. I found myself in the middle of the country totally isolated. The humdrum of urban living, all of that had to be rinsed out and then you make friends with the, with the silence. 
I think it allows you to hear your own thoughts, like, because I can't create anything when my head is loud, like, there's no space for original thought to come in. The Burren is, like, one of the most special places I've ever been because there's complete and utter stillness. It's almost like a loud silence, and that can be unnerving for some people, like, but for me, like, I love it because it's, like, within that silence, then, you drop down into another level of, like, starting to hear new ideas to come in like when i first came down i had a little jingle that i'd be singing walking around and it was like the baron of the burren because it rolled off the tongue it was like the baron of the burren the burren is never baron the baron of the burren and i'd be singing that like walking around that was the first li little jingle i came up with did you ever see sun shadows dancing across the burren at dusk with the silence so still and so deafening the sea, the waves crashing and the noise of the water, it just like it drags everything out of me. During the pandemic, the loss of connection to gigging, and so I really, really struggled for all of 2020. But I drove out to White Strand, I walked till I couldn't walk anymore, and I just started screaming at the horizon and the waves of like guttural primal roaring. And I heard this chant. For me, it was all my ancestors, right? It was like all the tribes had gathered. I think it came across the waves or wherever, but it was like... Mm -hmm. And I started getting louder and louder. Like, I just felt total stillness and serenity, and I couldn't hear the wind and the rain or the waves or nothing. I heard nothing but that chant in my mind. The ancestors I felt a deep connection to everyone that's ever been belongs to me. All will be well, like, get up, we've got you, right? It's hard to be quiet. The staff in any library will tell you they are the noisiest people in the library. I have been shushed, all right? There was a writing group, um, creative writing group, in the corner, and they were saying, oh yeah, could you keep the noise down? It's oh so still. Executive librarian Tracy McEnany from Waterford Libraries loves a quiet night in work. There's the pitter-patter of feet, the real loud laughter of a child, and then the stifled laughter of someone, you know, on a Tuesday night when the library's really quiet and they're trying to not make that noise. The hush tones are really magical. They sound like spells being cast in corners of the library. The librarian hears everything. Be careful what you say in libraries. Your own imagination is heightened when it is quiet. It's lovely to go around the library and see what people are picking up off the shelves. Once you read a spy novel, you think you can take on the world. And then over in another corner, you have, they've just picked up the Sarah Pierce, the sanatorium. It's set in the Alps, the snow, the open spaces, the bleakness of it. There's murders. You almost see them literally shivering with the cold, with the book open. For many, there's only one place to find total peace and serenity. It's hard for me to seek silence because I have two kids. The kids are running amok. Televisions and Peppa Pig and... I'm Peppa Pig. Cookers and all of that stuff in the background. When I'm obsessed with an idea or a song I'm learning or whatever, I just, I can't hear anything else. And then I leg it, I grab my guitar and I have, we have a spare bedroom bathroom where I have a lock. The acoustics in it are amazing. Uh, it's like singing in a church. I shouldn't be saying this publicly, but a lot of my songs have been written in a toilet. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the quietest room in the house. So, <laughs> the my little sanctuary. <laughs> Shifra Mulqueen reporting there.